Welcome to Disruption Blueprint with Shannon Spotswood from RFG Advisory. In this podcast, we help advisors grow their net worth, build their businesses, and maximize their independence. We've built an award-winning platform with innovative technology, comprehensive service, and a team of individuals who are experts in their field to serve advisors. Join us for this journey where we explore everything that has to do with running an independent advisor practice as we bring together successful advisors, industry experts, and innovative minds who are on the bleeding edge to challenge the status quo, foster new ideas, and create a path for advisors to unleash their growth potential. Now, on to the show. All right, we are coming to you live from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We are on location with our Disruption Blueprint podcast with none other than podcast guru ninja, Matt Holleran. Thank you for having me. I'm so fired up you're here, and I'm going to start this with a little bit of a walk down memory lane. Sure. So... At our advisor retreat in 2020, basically two or three days before the world shut down, we were all at Captiva Island, and at the time, one of our keynote speakers was Dom Rosso, Navy SEAL Team 6 badass. And he and uh, RFG founder, CEO, my partner, Bobby White, Bobby had been training with Dom for several years. They've got this all kinds of crazy chemistry. Dom is obviously, you know, operator at the highest level. I mean, we're talking Navy SEAL Team 6. Like, it doesn't get any more badass than that. So we decided very impromptu, we're going to just fire up the cameras, fire up the mics. We were like stacking on milk crates, all this craziness and rolled tape. And I just sat off camera and I asked them a series of questions and we got about two hours worth of content and we had no idea. We're just like, uh, this seems good. I don't know. And we brought it home and we sat on it for a couple months. Like the world shuts down, COVID, craziness. Tina Powell enters my life. And I basically reached out to her. I'm like, we filmed this thing. The world shut down. I think it's good. I don't really know what to do with it. Like, maybe we should, like, I I think I literally asked her, maybe we should make a brochure or like a blog. Okay. (laughs) And Tina's like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, she went back to her laboratory and does what Tina does best and came back. She's like, you need to start a podcast. I'm like, and you you open today as one of our uh, uh, one of our marquee speakers at our education. Like, well, who the heck would listen? And like, there's too many podcasts. She's like, no, you need to start a podcast. So we turned this thing, and we ended up taking that, and we turned it into three different podcasts. We're like, not only are we going to podcast, we're going to three times podcast. And so we've got master class with outside experts, and we've got war room huddle, and we have this like warrior advisor podcast, and we're running around like crazy. And we learned that there are 27 steps just to like basically get it to the point where you can distribute it. So we roll, we film all these podcasts, and we wake up one day and we're like, what in the F are we doing? My mom's listening. Like, we had a handful of listeners, but not nearly the reach. And we called you. Yeah. 
And we basically laid this at your feet. We're like, and I know this is a little bit of a windup and it's really more about you, but I wanted to set the stage here. So we laid this at your feet. We're like, here are these three podcasts. We think we have something here. And you're like, I love it. I'm picking up what you're putting down, but we got to rebrand this entire thing. And we're going to take this to the next level and we're going to film all these assets and we're going to really professionalize your podcast. And with that disruption blueprint was born. I love podcasting because I find it hugely entertaining. I'm inspired by people's stories. Thank you so much. I really believe, like, we just went live, uh, mm-hmm. you know, really, uh, I think that was around the end of January. Yeah, it was very recent. Yeah, we are very recent, end of January, already engagements up, audiences up, impact is up, mm-hmm. energy is up. And I truly believe it's the beginning of the journey. So, mm-hmm. I, like, count me a gospel. <laughs> We had you here at our annual advisor retreat. You closed out, actually, our two days of morning education with So You Think You Want a Podcast. Let's pick it up where we ended the session, which is Why Should an Advisor Podcast? Sure. Well, I think the big thing is is that influence is really the only marketing that works anymore. And and what what that means is you have to create customized, tailored very intimate content. Okay. Now it doesn't, you don't just have to podcast. Like I'm of course a huge podcasting advocate, but I mean, you can do this with video and you can do with writing. In fact, I follow this lady on Twitter. Who's a wonderful, wonderful writer, like should be a Nobel prize winner. And when she writes, I feel like I know her now that's not normal. It's a lot easier to hear somebody's voice and feel their energy with this. And a lot of people aren't camera trained. Right. So we do think podcasting is the way to go, but you have to give yourself permission to be yourself, unapologetically yourself. And when you do that, as you guys have already noticed, with every content that you create, people are drawn to it. And it's not just people, it's the right people. Right. Right. So let's just answer a little housekeeping, like speed round. Sure. Are there too many podcasts? No. Should, um, should I think about my practice and my marketing strategy before I commit to a podcast? Yes, absolutely. How do I go about doing that? Well, I think the first thing that you really have to do is to create an 18 to 24 month marketing plan, which I just, it's amazing to me. We work with financial planners and they don't plan. They don't plan their business and they sure don't plan their marketing. I I liken this to when your client comes in and they say, okay, Shannon, what's going on in the market right now? What are we doing about this right now? And your advisor says, we've planned for this. We are 18 months sitting in cash. We, We get sitting over here. We're good. We don't have to do anything for 24 months. Okay. Don't worry about it right now because you've created a real plan. And I meet with advisors every day who are like, what do I need to do right now? No, you need to take the 24 month view. And when you do that, everything changes. The most successful financial services firms have that long view. I mean, you look at them, who? Kitsis, Carson. RFG. uh, RFG. I mean, you guys have these things. Orion, which I was just at Orion, they have a, actually they probably have a 48 month marketing plan and they stick to it, right? That's what an advisor needs to do. And when they're doing that, if they realize that they want to infuse their personality into their marketing, we believe podcasting is the solution. Talk about, because I loved how you you clearly spend your time uh, with advisors because we always help to educate them. Once you can cross the mental leap on, it is impossible 
to have last mile attribution of your marketing dollars. You're never going to be able to say like, I ran that ad or that social media post or that event or that podcast. And that's why I landed this client. But you've actually spent a lot of time thinking about the five ROIs. So walk us through the five ROIs. Well, I think, I think first off, I think it's so misleading how advisors look at marketing. And a lot of it is because they buy leads or they do a webinar or seminar and they know that they've got 30 buying units who sit down and 10 of them are gonna set appointments and three of them are gonna close, right? Great, good for you. If you want that transactional relationship, bring it on, bring in money, have fun. Most people don't want that, right? Most people want to have relationships with their clients. So five ROIs. So the first ROI is really, it's the most intimate client communication you can ever have. Your clients are going to hear your voice when it's convenient for them. I can't stress that enough. Marketing. So I learned this about three or four years ago, that marketing is fundamentally changed. You have to market to your ideal client and prospect in the media they prefer while they're there with organic content. It used to be You'll remember this. Some other people might not necessarily. Friends. Yeah, oh, of course. Okay. So friends. The last commercial break at Friends was the biggest ad spot period. I remember And it was that. some company yeah. talking at you, convincing you that they should buy your product. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore. Nobody wants that at all anymore. And they sure don't want to have crazy Larry screaming about the used cars, <laughs> right? So they need to feel like they're participating in a conversation and you're building relationships. So that's number one. Number two. It's so easy to get this for referrals, yeah. right? It's easier to refer somebody to, hey, listen to my podcast, have them build a relationship with you. Then they call, come up, they call pre-sold. So we have this continuum called, it's called the influence continuum. Most advisors are selling to skeptics, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. What we do is we build fans. Yeah. People come in pre-sold. They know who you are. Yeah. It's working for you guys. Right. 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 I mean, people are like, oh my God, what's this RFG thing? And oh my God, I love the feeling of these people. How do I get involved? That's what you guys yep. are doing with this. Yep. That's the power of podcasting. So number two, it's easier to refer somebody to a podcast than it is to call my guy. Nobody does that anymore. Number three, it's so great for COIs. Right. So centers of influence want to be on a podcast. Most of them don't have their own. And if you follow the system that we've built, which by the way, we've published this ad nauseum. It's everywhere. You can find out what our guest system is for free. They come on your show, then they share your show with their entire audience. Right. And as I did make your compliance person flinch a little bit today, it is truly an endorsement. I mean, if the estate planning attorney shares your podcast, I mean, it's not an endorsement for FINRA or the SEC, yep. but they're saying, I like this person. I work with this person. I work with this person. Right. And that's good enough. Right. Yep. So what was that number? That was number three. three. Right. Number four. It's easier to sell an existing client a new product than it is to get a new client, right? That's like sales number 101, right? Yep. Or business building 101. We found that there's so many great ways, especially with like, when you brought this up today, alternative investments, all of those things that you guys talked about at the conference today, it's wonderful to be able to go back to your clients with something new mm -hmm. and you do this. You, you, I'm pointing at the microphone. Uh, you actually use the microphone in order to educate them. And then they come in like, oh my God, what is this? Blah, blah, right. blah. Right? Yep. Oh, I can. You can totally help me with do. that. Oh my God, I right. that sounded really interesting. Tell me more. Oh my God, that's great marketing. And then the last one is truly not new assets, right? When you have the ability to grow your audience and more and more people listen. In fact, we have a guy who graduated from Proudmouth. Now I'm not necessarily super proud about that because he's not a client anymore. But he used his podcast to get on CNBC. Uh huh. Wow. Because it was a no. He's a no yeah. commodity, right? He's yeah. putting out content left and right. He's really, really good. He's on CNBC every week now, every week. And he does not market, he doesn't do anything else, he turns down. So in order to become a client of his, you have to listen, prove that you listen to his first three podcasts. 
And there's and like he, an Easter egg in there. And, and he, then he says, okay, did you, it, yep. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, yep. That's, and I qualify because that's the other really right. cool thing. He's on CNBC and everybody's like, I'm going to work with this guy, right? Well, maybe you don't qualify because he works very specifically in the tech space and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So they listen to his three podcasts and like, I'm not a tech guy. I'm probably not going to be able to work with him. His sales process went from like eight calls down to like two. Oh, I love it. And it's, I mean, you, oh my God, oh my Stephanie gosh. here with like efficiency love and all it. of those things. I mean, you guys are all about that here. Yeah. And this really helps an advisor become more efficient. It's so interesting because yesterday I did a, you know, just an impromptu, okay, quick show of hands. How many of you have had the following statement made by your client? I didn't know you did that. <laughs> Every single hand. Oh, oh, of course. Every hand in the room went up. I'm wow. like, okay, guess what? Yeah. Wow. Here we are. Yeah, Vehicle brutal. for delivery. How can I help you? Yeah. Yeah. Share with us your perspective of the industry. So if you look oh, kind what, of- What are you doing to me Well, I, I, <laughs> if you look five years out, oh, yeah. and we're at this crossroads where it's like, there are those advisors who are tapping into- how do you make me feel? How do I amplify how I make you feel? And those are the advisors that are going to win the lion's share of this generational wealth transfer. Women are going to control 67% of the wealth by 2030. Yeah. Like we are at a crossroads. The industry is, we are in a bull market for advice, but the industry is going to look different. Mm -hmm. How does marketing and podcasting sure. fit into that? So first off, advisors have to realize that they have to stop marketing like it's the 1900s. Okay. I love, my, my kid said that to me, dad, you were born in the 1900s. And I was like, damn, that stung way worse than I had expected. All right. So there's number one, number two. So Carl Richards actually just posted this on Twitter and him and I were going back and forth about this. Uh, he said, are advisors going to become content creators? Is that what their primary job's going to be? And I firmly believe that's the direction we're going wow. because it, investment advice is commoditized. I'm sorry, it is. Uh, I was just at Orion, and this advisor came up to me and said, you know, he was, our, we were talking about money management. He's like, well, hold on. So a savvy client can go directly to- Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank and pay 30 bips. Yep. Or pay you 100 Whatever. bips. Over the 30 bips. Yeah. Why am I using you? And I was like, okay, this is a really interesting conversation because you're only looking at the financial advice yeah. as the value of the advisor. Right. That's not it. No. It's the relationship. It's knowing the family. It's knowing your goals. It's helping you achieve those goals. It's putting you into contact with other people who can help. Advisors don't realize, I think they do egotistically, but not in reality, what power they have in their clients' lives. And I just wish they really accepted that and embraced that more and used that by using influence to really get them to just live better lives. Cause that's why they hire your people. It, I, I love it. Amen. All right. Quick promo. Here is what I will say at RFG. We're obviously big, big believers. We invest very heavily in branding and marketing and video in podcasting. We actually have a rule. I sound like a mom. Uh, we have a rule that you can't, as an advisor, join RFG and podcast without working with Proudmouth. Uh, because that. we believe that one, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing your best. And two, this is not a game for amateurs. There is no time 
There's no time for staying up all night long, Googling YouTube videos, figuring out my intro, my outro, my logo, my this, my that. So it is a little bit of a shameless plug, but I will say like your time is your most valuable resource. Don't try and become proud mouth. Don't become a podcast savant, like hire the best and roll. Thank you. I really, really appreciate that. I don't really know what, I mean, wow. I really And I speak from I can say that because I spent two years yeah. producing my own podcast. Yeah. You know, our own podcast. So it's yeah. like learn from my mistakes, hire the best, well, and commit the time. If you're gonna put the money in, if you're gonna commit yeah. your time, put the money behind it to make it a success. Opening yesterday at Orion's conference two days ago at Orion's conference, the CEO, Eric, yes. said Advisors only spend 20% of their time with their clients. They spend 80% of their time on non-revenue generating activities, including let me Google and YouTube how to create a podcast. I just, I don't, you as an advisor want people to hire you because you're an expert. Yes. Why don't you hire other experts? Sometimes they do with coaches, right? Consultants, things like that. But for some reason, advisors are like, well, my spouse is going to help out. Or, or I hired this college kid. First I'm up, an intern. Oh, my God. Because I'm the compliance guy here, that scares the living heck out of me. Right. Because I know they're going to make mistakes. In fact, I was just giving free podcast consultation to a competitor, right? Because we live in an abundance mindset here. Yeah. And he said three things that I thought to myself, you're going to get an advisor fined. Because they, they right. haven't done four million, trillion, kabillion episodes, right? <laughs> I mean, they haven't had meetings with every major broker dealer and wirehouses and RIAs and yeah. finding out what you guys need and want. We want to play nice in the sandbox, but here's the deal. It does take advisors time. So yes. I, I, do, I don't want people to think that this is like, you know, they just show up and it's like 20 no. minutes. It's three to four hours a month for you to produce every bit of content you will ever need for that whole month. Right. And that's not just recording. That's making sure things are approved, you know, reviewing the stuff. And then also the most important thing, Jen, this is where most people go wrong. They have to do fan maintenance. Mm -hmm. Social media has to be social. Yes. It has to be. You can't just talk at people and think everybody's going to follow you. You have to say thank you. Yeah. You have to like their stuff. You have to do that. And you can do that, by the way. It is compliant to do it. You just can't say stupid stuff. I love it. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. Thank you for listening to the Disruption Blueprint podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.rfgadvisory.com or schedule a call on our advisor resources page. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific training strategy. Information here may be provided in part by third-party sources. These sources are generally deemed to be reliable. However, neither our guests nor RFG advisory guarantee the accuracy of third-party sources. The views expressed here are those of our guest. They do not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, its employees, or its clients. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, LLC. RFG Advisory, or RFG, a registered investment advisor. Private client services and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place. RFG Advisory is an SEC-registered investment advisor. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of RFG by the Commission, nor does it indicate that RFG or any associated investment advisory representative has attained a particular level of skill or ability.